0: Welcome to the podcast podcast. That's a big, healthy yawn. And I was yawning. My name is John. And I'm Scott. Scott's tired.
1: I, I, yeah. I feel like i yawning all the time. I don't. See where you go. Well, like, I'm actually like, now that I'm, you know, we, we went for a walk and now I'm sitting <laughs> and I've been moving pretty much all day. So like we found out last night that we, um, you know, the, I guess that we were the <coughs> high bidders on a house or whatever. And so they told us at like 930 or no, it was a little bit before nine.
0: But really quick, for those of you listening, the year is 2021. So, you know, what high bidder on a house means. Oh,
1: yes. Um, it means you won the freaking lottery. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, you know, we find out last night, we signed the contract, all that kind of stuff. But then my brain goes into high gear. Oh, crap. What do we have to do to move? And then it's like, oh, we got to do this. We got to do this. And I'm like, brain, turn off, oh, turn man. off. So like, I totally didn't. Let, let me know if you
0: need. I mean, I just went through all that because okay. we we're, were in a rental while we wait for our house to be ready. And um, yeah. gosh, man, we pay U-Haul 95 bucks a month to hold most of our stuff. Wow.
1: <laughs> well, I definitely mm-hmm. slept like a baby, <laughs> which I don't know why they say sleeping well, is sleeping like a baby. Newborns sleep like 17 hours a day. Oh, then I did not sleep like a baby. So
0: you slept like a ornery, teething child. That's what I slept like. <laughs> if, um, if you need me to um, store like your Xbox or your PS5, though,
1: brother, I got your back. You want to know something? I actually was potentially going to ask you if you would. Seriously? Uh, because like... <laughs> When we're moved, like, so over the, you know, there's a, okay, so right now. it's easier than I thought. <laughs> the PS5, though, right now is really hard to get a hold of. And they're saying right. it will be into two, 2022 before, like, they, they become legit. And so, like, I was like, well, I don't want a bunch of people walking through my house with, oh. with that sitting there. And so we're going to just leave for the weekend when we put our house up on the market. And so I might need mm. a babysitter. Um,
0: I, I might be here for you.
1: Yeah. I well, mean, my, there's no might about. I mean, you can start Spider-Man. Just don't play through my Spider-Man cause that's a pretty good game.
0: I'll make a dummy account.
1: <laughs> so you are welcome. Yeah. So anyway, so I might actually ask. And I won't even,
0: I won't even let my kids touch it. I'll make them watch me play. <laughs> Do you know how big that thing is? I haven't seen one in person yet, so I don't. Oh,
1: before you leave, that thing is huge. Yeah, I did, did want to check it out. I want to see it I if mean, I it I is huge.
0: So we, um, we're at a rental, and the rental is furnished, mm-hmm. and there, there's a TV, and we we're making fun of it because it's 1080. And we're like, oh, 1080, we got a 4K. So I finally found. I think I told you I lost the stands on mine. Yeah. Well, when we were moving, I found them. Oh wow. Like they were like stored with light bulbs.
1: Okay. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. And, I don't <laughs> know what you were thinking either. I mean, that's exactly where I put TV stands. Yeah. Stems. You know.
0: So I was like, oh, we can bring our TV. I I went to put it up. I was like, oh, our TV is a lot smaller than this one. <laughs> so now we're just chilling with the uh, 1080p. You okay, know. nice. I had to buy an antenna. Oh, wow. What so, is that? Uh, yeah. We don't have any kind of cable or anything. Okay. But um, we... Almost everything that we watch on TV is network. Okay. So we're not... Coo- well, we have Hulu back. Okay. Because we had... we During the move, we... uh at the beginning we started watching something and we we weren't able to be there at the time it was on. So we wanted the DVR. Mm-hmm. So we tried out a bunch of the free. So we tried like the seven free days of Hulu live TV. We tried out the seven days of like YouTube live TV. Like we just went through all the little trials and nice. we, we finally ran out of those. So okay. we we're like, oh, well, we'll just get an antenna just in case like severe weather or, right. you know, something goes on that we we would need the TV for or whatever. Cause you know, mm-hmm. like I said, most stuff we do is probably on Hulu anyway.
1: Well, I, I teach <laughs> high school. And so we were talking about something the other day and I was like, oh, we we're talking civil rights and, and, you know, things that they would see on TV and how they might respond. And, and I was like, well, what if you were watching? Do you even watch the news? And they're like, no. I was yeah. like, how about commercials? Well, what if you said No.
0: So we, my my wife has been a news watcher as long as we've been married. I remember like the first time waking up and realizing somebody had a TV on, it was mm-hmm. foreign to me. And she was like, oh, I just grew up in a house that always had the news on in the morning, and like I just kind of have this background noise, so she won't right. even be in the room sometimes. And in my head, I'm like, and Duke Energy is getting more of my money <laughs> for it. Like, uh, it always kind of drove me crazy. Well, uh, over the winter, since we we homeschooled for a long time, but since we're finally sending kids to school – suddenly the news means something by Hmm. trying to see like road closures and stuff. So now it's just kind of, I don't really pay attention to it, but it is on. Okay. It was funny. It was, um, it was actually this morning. Um, I hadn't really paid attention to the news in quite some time. Yeah. And they started talking about some issues and stuff like the pipeline being hacked for gas. And And I, I'm like, I feel my blood pressure rising. (laughs) Kids were going to school. I can't take this.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't even like to, like I I try not. Uh, I, I don't watch the news as much as I used to because I'm just like, you know, there's nothing happy on it. It's all COVID yeah. and it's all this. And I was like, you know, no one likes each other. I'm just going to stop watching it. I, uh, but I found out, though, that like most people use like Netflix and like no one watches real TV anymore. Oh, yeah, it's no. it's all like YouTube and Netflix and Hulu. And that's that's their that's their TV.
0: We have the Hulu Disney ESPN package mm-hmm. and of course we reactivated it like during the last three days of hockey season so I'm not even benefiting from the ESPN part oh wow I was like oh I could have had hockey for the last month but oh well my but, team's not in the playoffs so I don't care
1: but but you do have um um ca- uh, Falcon and uh team or um Captain America we already watched it oh did you We're okay. done.
0: Okay. yeah uh Loki starts so by the time they hear this podcast Loki will be done oh yeah <laughs> yeah because that starts um, in
1: June
0: yeah Mm-hmm. and uh, my kids really like DuckTales. I think you would ask like a decent show for kids. DuckTales is one that's been pretty decent. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus.
1: Okay, cool. So I like the original DuckTales.
0: So our it goes like this. We have a kid that gets a uh, medication in the morning, mm-hmm. and he can't eat for a minimum of a half hour after he has some medication. Oh, wow. So he gets up, gets his medication, and to distract him, it's Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Okay, Disney's $6.99 a month pays for itself threefold <laughs> in that
1: half hour that half each hour. morning.
0: So anything else has been bonus, but we really dug the Mandalorian and Oh
1: yeah, that was um, good.
0: Yeah, Captain Soldier American Falcon with yeah, uh-huh. Vision. Yeah, we watched yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. And, you know.
1: Yep. Well,
0: uh, right now my kids are into the Bad Batch, which is like the Star Wars Cold oh, War okay. CGI thing. Um my wife watched it. She said it was better than she thought it would be, but I don't think she was into it.
1: Yeah, my girls aren't really much into Star Wars, so I'm trying to get them into superheroes. They do like superheroes. They were they were watching me play like we watched all the Spider-Man cartoons that run Disney Plus. Um they're oh, watching yeah, me play the new those. They're watching me play the Spider-Man video game. Did, did um, you ever watch Venom, the movie Venom? I did not know. Most most Fox Marvel movies I chose not to watch.
0: Okay. I'm going to say Don't watch it with the kids. Okay. I watched it on an airplane. Mm -hmm. Uh, Typically, I read on airplanes, but for some reason in this trip, I just like was having trouble, so I watched better. Right. The first three quarters of the movie are actually really good. Really? The end falls apart a little bit. Okay. But if you consider that it's another CGI boss battle, like almost every Marvel movie. Yeah. I'd give it a C-plus to a B-minus. Wow. Um, Especially if you take those first three quarters of the movie. The guy that plays Venom does an excellent job playing somebody who's basically infected with a scary parasite. Okay. Um,
1: So so there is a... But not for the kids. There is a Spider-Man cartoon in the most recent season... Season three was all focused on Venom. Hmm. Um, Again, probably not as scary as the CGI or the um, live action one. But the cartoon, I mean, they enjoy enjoy the cartoon. So I was like, all right. I would say it's a
0: hard PG-13. Okay. Uh, Like a dark night level.
1: Oh, wow. But
0: far more humor. Okay. And the humor is ridiculous. Is it? I don't know why, but I I probably shouldn't have laughed at half the stuff I laughed at. Okay. But yeah. Okay. All right. You know. But speaking of people that might have, uh, you know, maybe two sides to them, or maybe might be double-minded, we'll say, uh, Ezekiel 14. All right. We kind of hit some of that
1: (laughs) with these poor Judeans. Well, well, let's find out what Ezekiel 14 has to say. Um, I will go read through seven. So through seven, maybe? Uh,
0: Eight. Uh, The thing is like, yeah, because... You could probably do that because nine begins the prophets. All right. So he's so kind of it. addressing the people first and then the prophets.
1: So Ezekiel 14, one through eight. Then, uh, then certain of the elders of Israel came to me and sat before me, and the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, these men have taken their idols into their hearts and set the stumbling block of their iniquity before their faces. Should I indeed let myself be consulted by them? Therefore speak to them and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, any one of the house of Israel who takes his idols into his heart and sets the stumbling block of iniquity before his face and yet comes to the prophet, I, the Lord, will answer. Him as he comes with the multitude of his idols, that I may lay hold of the hearts of the house of Israel, who are all estranged from me through their idols. Therefore, say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, Repent and turn away from your idols, and turn away your faces from all your abominations. For any of any one of the house of Israel or the of the strangers who sojourn in Israel who separates himself from me taking his idols into his heart and putting the stumbling block of iniquity before his face and yet comes to a prophet to consult me through him I the Lord will answer him myself and I will set my face against that man I will make him a sign and a byword and cut him off from the midst of my people and you shall know that I am the Lord
0: the translators of the English Standard Version are great bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. What was wrong with them in verse one?
1: I, well, I mean, by them, yeah, I don't know what they're thinking.
0: So, hold on.
1: Now, I did get, so, okay, so some <laughs> of the elders did come to Ezekiel to seek counsel. Um, and the gesture. Then
0: certain of the elders, how about then certain elders, or as the NIV put it, some of the elders. That's true. I'm fine. Everything's fine.
1: But coming, basically the gesture of sitting before someone or, or Ezekiel at his feet basically indicates that um, they see him as a, as a teacher, as a spokesperson for God. Mm-hmm. Um, so we at least see some acknowledgement of, of Ezekiel's authority um, as they come and sit before him. Now, as of the ESV translators, I can't help you with that one. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: then certain of the elders we made the most readable version translation no you didn't <laughs> <laughs> all right man i could have king james that better uh yeah the uh elders here uh were probably more like uh heads of families or people that might have still had some type of uh like wealth with them, even though it probably would not have been much because they're exiles. Uh, And they were the ones that set up basically a makeshift government for those that were in exile. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they're still kind of acknowledging Ezekiel is showing that like they were seeking after some type of spiritual authority. Right. But as we kind of see in this, they did not they don't view him as the only spiritual authority, but there seems to be a little bit of a hunger there to get something
1: real. Right. Right. Um, and I I found it interesting that God ended up contemplating being like, really, you've got the (laughs) guts to come talk to me after all the idol worship and the abomination. Like what, what are you even thinking?
0: Yeah. Like the, should I indeed let myself be consulted by them? Once again, ESV let's talk. (laughs) (laughs) Like the people have a hard time going through the prophets anyway. Yeah. Like man, don't don't go out of your way to be so literal. I know mm-hmm. you're you're a literal translation, but man, right? <laughs> like at you, some point, you can be faithful without being <laughs> ridiculous. i was trying to find what the NIV how the NIV worded it because it has to be better.
1: I'd say usually the NIV makes a little bit more. I've I've gone to the NIV every once in a while just to be like, what? Um, Son of man, these men have set up
0: idols in their hearts and put up wicked stumbling blocks before their faces. Should I let them inquire of me at all? Oh, my goodness, it's readable English. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Mm. I don't, yeah, I kind of, after Hosea and some of the oddities we found with the NIV there, and um, I know that there's, because it's thought for thought, um, there's some stuff like Joshua that is incredibly like neutered, mm-hmm. um, because of that. But so I've always kind of gone to something else like NASB or ESV, but yeah. man, this translation committee here was like just tripping over their own mm-hmm. feet the whole time. Yeah. I, I, I remember I was like kind of looking over this, uh, probably what? Saturday night Mm -hmm. and I was just like what and I had to keep going back to reread because I'm not a smart person no me neither and I was like what the heck is he saying Mm -hmm. should I indeed let myself be consulted by them right that is that is Yoda talk (laughs) like back to Disney Mm, should I indeed let myself be consulted by them Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what was going anyway I digress um basically
1: lots of wine yeah Wait, are you saying I'm whining? No, no, no. I'm saying wine. They probably drink oh, a yeah. lot of hey, wine. Oh yeah!
0: Everybody have a bourbon, and we'll translate some oh, Bible tonight. Where are we at? Ezekiel. Great. <laughs> That's an easy book. <laughs> you know, said no one ever. Like, <laughs>
1: um,
0: uh, I I would be interested to know what was going on in their brains when they because they voted on anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, these people are basically double-minded, and yep. they're living a oh, the word escapes me. Synchronistic <laughs> beliefs. Saying, "Yeah, man, God's great, but you know what about Marduk? You know, kind yeah. of things. Yeah, Marduk being the fake, false god in Babylon. In case you're wondering,
1: <laughs> and like not like the one that likes little children. That's Molech. Oh, Moloch. Marduk oh, yeah, could Molech, too. Yeah.
0: But, um, I, I have some literature on Marduk. It's been a long time.
1: Okay, I don't think I know too much about Marduk. Uh,
0: I remember the name a lot from ancient Near East history. Yeah, but that was eight years ago take, or something. Yeah. No, I'm older than that. Crap. Anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. You're you're not really that old. Oh,
0: good. Good. Yeah, you're older.
1: I know. Yeah. That's why you're not really that old. I forgot it. You really (laughs) forgot
0: it. Um, but yeah, so they were kind of doing the two, you know, the yeah, Mm -hmm. brain dead.
1: So did so then the question is, did God decide to go ahead and counsel them?
0: Well, wait, what?
1: Well, I mean, God's deciding whether He's going to go ahead. I mean, they're coming to oh, 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 to sorry. Ezekiel and um, and you know they're consulting God. How did did He? He's like, all right, you you really got the guts to go ahead and talk to me with the way that you're living and the way you're rejecting me. How did God respond?
0: Um. Well, I mean, I have some things on here, but I feel like you have something you want to say. Oh no,
1: I was just throwing it out there, being oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, well, he goes on to say, I lost my spot there. Should I read this in NIV? No. Yeah. Go actually. Yeah. Read in the NIV. Therefore speak to and them and t- tell them, it- this is what the sovereign Lord says. When any Israelite sets up idols in his heart and puts a wicked stumbling block before his face and then goes to, to a prophet. So basically when anyone is, uh, when he puts a wicked stumbling block in their face or whatever, he's basically saying when yeah, when they're full of idols, when it's what they're concentrating on, so to speak. Um, I, the Lord, will answer him myself in keeping with the great idolatry. I will do this to recapture the hearts of the people of Israel who have all deserted me for their idols. Hmm. One thing I did really like was the word recapture there. Yeah. Other places it's used in the Bible, Um, and I probably should have had those open so I could tell you what other places, but I think I don't. Oh, come on, verses you go you have mail darn it i don't have it open um it's in it's using deuteronomy the psalms and somewhere else um the recapture there is often used in terms of capturing um an escaped wild animal or an escaped prisoner really so it's kind of a relentless it's not like a recapture oh the little bunny got away let's get it you know it's like uh yeah. it's going out after something that's wild and fierce and something that's uh hell bent on getting away from its original captor. Hmm. And he's saying, I want to, I think the ESB says that I may lay hold of their hearts. <laughs> I rolled my eyes. You couldn't see it. Um But the the word there is a solitary word. It's a re it's recapture. Okay. And it's, a, it's basically a, a, so that I can go out and get them and hunt them down like a fugitive, uh, their hearts. So he wants them back so bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like, so, I mean, he very much was in the right, I guess, to go ahead and reject them. Mm-hmm. However, that's not really his goal. His, not, his goal isn't rejection. His goal ultimately is so that, well, I love it because as he says many times throughout Ezekiel, then you will know that I am the Lord. So, like, he really wants th- um, that relationship. And he's, well, it sounds like he was relentless in order to, to be able to do that. So, um, it wasn't just a, uh, yeah, I mean, it was something that he greatly desired. I was trying to see
0: because it is kind of a weird setup here that um he says I will answer him as he comes with it with the multitude of his idols. Um it's interesting that he's still interested, despite the fact I mean, this is is this a picture of grace hmm. that we're seeing here? Like where he's like, Hey, I will still, you know. Like, is this like a common grace? I guess I'm just kind of trying to figure out the way this is worded here. probably shouldn't read it in ESV. I'll quit picking so, on ESV. Sorry.
1: So, so I would say, well, I'm actually going to the NIV version here also. Um, I don't know. See, I, I struggled with it a little bit. Like I knew the overall, again, the wording was very interesting and very difficult. So I think like I had some question with it, but I mean the overall general premise of what he's talking about. I was like, okay, I, I got this, um, but I'm not sure how to answer that because I, I don't know. Um, I was struggling with that wording a little, little bit. Excuse me.
0: It it almost seems to me that like they're <clears throat> excuse me they're coming to God with like the the posture of a good Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like the person that says like, oh man, bad things are happening. Maybe I should go to church. You know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but the Lord still says, like, hey, even though you're, you know, I know you're just doing this to get on my good side, like, He's having grace towards them and will, you know, basically use that as a way to like win them over. Right. Like, if that makes sense. No,
1: no, it does. It does. Like,
0: hey, I know, I know you're just doing this because you're looking for like where the grass is greener kind of thing. Like, right. you're looking for the better situation. But, you know what? You inquire to me. I am going to answer you, and to show you like who I am, so that you'll come back to me, kind right. of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I got. All right. So okay. nine through twelve. Yes. Do you want me to read NIV or ESE?
0: Uh, you know what? Going ahead and read the NIV. All right. And that will keep us from any copyright issues. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there are any about reading weekly, but, you know.
1: I have no clue. You'd think that you should be able to freely read scripture Mm. without any lawsuits. All right. You can, as long as it's public domain. And if the prophet is deceived and speaks a word, I, the Lord, have deceived that prophet, and I will stretch out... Hold on. I think this is still... Oh, what is it? I think it's still... Oh, you think it's the, the other translation? Yeah. All right. Ah, what's going on? All right, sorry, I got a new phone. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out how to... Wait, do you use, like, Olive Tree or...? No, I use the um, U version. Oh, that's right,
0: that's right. I knew you somebody. I couldn't remember who it was.
1: Uh, yep, I was still on the... I was like, this sounds a lot like the ESV. All right, <laughs> For this is NIV now. I'm um, chapter 14, verse 9 through 12. Here we go. <laughs> And if the prophet is enticed to utter a prophecy, I, the Lord have enticed that prophet and I will stretch out my hand against him and destroy him from among my people, Israel. They will bear their guilt. The prophet will be as guilty as the one who consults him. Then the people of Israel will no longer stray from me, nor will they defile themselves anymore with all their sins. They will be my people and I will be their God, declares the sovereign Lord. The word of the Lord... Oh, stop.
0: No, no, no. I wasn't... I did something and things happened. Okay. It wasn't you. Cancel. Stop. How do I get off my screen? I opened the dictionary. Did you know my iPad has a dictionary? No, I didn't know that. Yep, I do
1: now. Okay. Anyway. All right. So I went through 11. I went through 11. Okay. So, um, the prophet that misspeaks, um, this, this is a hard, I was struggled section. with this part. I did.
0: If you're not into, um, sovereignty of God in Calvinistic soteriology, this will break your little Arminian brain. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, I didn't have a lot on it. Um, in fact, I put the Moffat, the, the prophet that misspeaks and I, I just basically put in parentheses, I just need more explanation. Like, you know, and if the prophet is deceived and speaks a word, I, the Lord, have deceived that prophet. I was like, what? And I will stretch out my hand against it. I was like, but didn't he just go ahead and... I, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> so if the prophet is deceived and speaks a word, I, the Lord, have deceived that prophet and I will stretch out my hand against him and will destroy him from the midst of my people Israel. And they shall bear their punishment, the punishment of the prophets and the punishment of the inquirer shall be alike. Um, I think where a lot of people are going to have or take issue is that, well, wait a minute. So this false prophecy is actually coming from God himself through the prophet. Like, I mean, that is really what it sounds like. Um, this is where I was telling you about the, the other commentary I was reading, and he talks about um, the people in bygone eras would not find this strange to read. It's the fact that we're in a uh era now where we have such an emphasis on personal freedom. Yeah, it kills us to think that like God's sovereignty would actually play a role in our lives. Cause we have such a desire to be, you know, autonomous beings, right? That we, we're afraid to admit that like there there is a sovereign plan that God has put in place. And as Paul says, like, you know, he's the potter, we're the clay, and some vessels that are created are created for God's wrath yeah like those are hard scriptures to really wrap your mind around um however in this day and age it probably wouldn't be that hard to understand that there's God's sovereignty there's also personal responsibility and there is a will that humans have that you could call free will and getting all those into one place and understanding them is what people argue about on the internet for days and right. hours and months and years and whatever. Um, so I really can't help put a whole lot here, but, to, uh, uh, to say that there is a, a point where God is saying, you know what? There are people that are not my elect, not my chosen, and they're going to say dumb things. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to let them. As a matter of fact, I'll even tell them some of the dumb things to say. Hmm. Um, And they will be made an example of. Uh, There's a guy who wrote a few books a few years ago. I think I read them. His name was Peter Grieg. Mm -hmm. In one of his books, he asked the question, I think it was called The Vision and the Vow, possibly. Um, He asked the question, and not in a heretical way, but in a, what if Judas had waited 48 more hours? Like what would have happened? Would he have been restored? Would he repented? And the answer is quite possibly, we don't know. But the real answer to that is Judas was created in a sovereign role to play, Mm. to betray Jesus. Um, And we don't know what (laughs) would have happened, but we know what did happen. And we can't really do much about that. Mm. So difficult, difficult things to ponder, but... You know, there's very smart people that will ponder them.
1: Yeah, yep. And will they? Got the wrong podcast. Will they even? Well, I mean, but will they even know? I mean, there's an aspect of God's sovereignty that we may want to understand, but sometimes it's God's sovereignty. Um, And then I heard it said one time um, where if you understood every aspect of God, then is He really God? Um, I mean, if you fully understand. God's way of thinking and why he does things then is he really God and and I, and I think there is that aspect of God's sovereignty that is of like important mystery and yeah, yeah i mean um there's things we we can't fathom um there may be things we don't want to fathom and and you know that's okay because because he is God and he is good and yeah, yeah. but
0: so, yeah it's a, it's a very difficult thing to understand that like You know, God has a divine plan and a fallen world, and sometimes not everybody gets to play the good guy. And this is a point where a false prophet will be getting a stiff punishment mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, times two, it looks like. The punishment of the prophet and the punishment of the inquirer shall be alike. So they're going to get those that go to the false prophet are also going to get that punishment. So it's not going to go too well.
1: (laughs) Well, and and I mean, I, I think that that's important for us to know Scripture and to know to to focus on on working to know God, because it makes it much more difficult to be deceived by a false prophet um, if we understand who God is through, I mean, through our knowledge and understanding of Scripture and through studying it and growing um, and through prayer. And if we're not, and we are relying on on just whatever comes our way, then it's much easier to be deceived by a prophet. And I think at some point we're seeing some sort of accountability here um, of not knowing God if they fall into the lies of that false prophet. Mm-hmm all right um f- yeah i'm really trying to get the stupid
0: dictionary off my screen it's taking up too much real estate so i'm gonna close and reopen stuff
1: all right it's 12 through 23 yes
0: I just closed everything. So go ahead and read while I reopen everything.
1: The word of the Lord came to me, son of man. If a country sins against me by being unfaithful, when I stretch out my hand against it to cut off its food supply and send famine upon it and kill its people and their animals, even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, they could save only themselves by their righteousness, declares the sovereign Lord. Or if I send wild beasts through that country and they have it and they leave it childless and it becomes desolate so that no one can pass through it because of the beast. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, the sovereign Lord, even if these three men were in it, they could not save their own sons or daughters. They alone would be saved, but the land would be desolate. Or if I bring a sword against the country and say, let the sword pass throughout the land and, and I kill its people and their animals, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, even if these three men were in it, they could not save their own sons or daughters. They alone would be saved. Or if I send a plague into that land and pour out my wrath on it through bloodshed, killing its people and their animals, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, even if Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, they could save they could save neither son nor daughter they would save only themselves by their righteousness for this is what the sovereign lord says how much more how much worse will it be when i send against jerusalem my four dreadful judgments sword and famine and wild beasts and plague to kill its men and their animals yet there will be some survivals sons and daughters who will be brought out of it they will come to you and when you see their conduct and their actions you will be consoled consoled regarding c- consoled regarding the disaster i have brought on jerusalem every disaster i have brought on it you will be consoled when you see their conduct and their actions for you will know that i have done nothing in it without cause declares the sovereign lord
0: so this is an interesting piece because the four judgments he places on here were basically the, what's the word, promises of what would happen if they broke covenant in Leviticus. Mm -hmm. They would have wild beasts, a sword, a plague, uh, and a famine that would destroy them uh, since the onset of the law.
1: And these are many catastrophes that really any ancient Near Eastern um, nation during this time period would have greatly feared, like famine or wild beasts or um, being defeated through the sword, or through military defeat, or even epidemic, or disease, or plague—like these would not be something that any nation would want. And and in fact, he doesn't even address Israel. Like he actually says in verse twelve if a country sins against me by being unfaithful and I stretch Mm -hmm. out my hand, like he's saying that these would happen against any country, but then later on says, but how about if Jerusalem did this? (laughs) Like how much worse is it going to be in that boat? So like, yeah, I I mean, yeah, that's it's just not good to be (laughs) Jerusalem or to be in that boat. Um, And so he's saying, yeah, any country Mm -hmm. that would choose to be unfaithful and disobedient would would experience this, but even more so with it being my own people who should know better.
0: And what's interesting is that the people that were mentioned here outside of Job, um, well, even Daniel to a point, uh, were all righteous uh, men. The Bible calls them righteous and upright. Mm -hmm. And like Noah and Abraham at various times were able to save their offspring along with them during divine judgment. And God's saying it's so bad that like the righteousness of these men couldn't even mm-hmm. like safeguard their own family and friends.
1: Well, there is some individual accountability that we probably see here because I mean
0: there's a corporate and an individual, yeah. yeah.
1: You know, what Noah and I, man, we, we were cool, like that's great that you know Noah, but guess what? You're still yeah. screwed, like you're not getting out of it.
0: Yeah, and there was a point where people were cause even Moses like gets held up massively, I mean, by Jesus as well, but um, almost to the point where these patriarchs and uh, figures are idols in their own right, Mm -hmm. it it seems like, among the
1: Jewish people. Now, they did question this being the Daniel of the Bible.
0: I read a bunch about that and it drove me nuts. Uh,
1: Right. (laughs) Um, And just due to, I mean... Yeah. So they do question whether this is the Daniel because Daniel might have only been in Babylonian society for 15 years. So is it possible that his popularity could have spread throughout Babylon at that time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they question some of the spelling with it, how it might be different. Um, there is a suggestion that this might be a a prominent, famous person in, in another country that many people might have known. Um, Noah and, and Job really aren't questioned as to is this the, the Noah and Job. I mean, it's pretty much these are the um, the people we know. Um, but Daniel was, was questioned. But either way, he would have been apparently known as a fairly prominent figure, whether this would be the Daniel that, that we know that would have been c- a contemporary with Ezekiel um, or not.
0: Yeah, I read a little bit about it. It looks like there are three different spellings of Daniel um, in the Bible. And uh, there was a the mythical hero, there was a king, and like you said, there was the biblical Daniel. Um, the thing that both commentaries that I read pointed out, it, that's the extent of my reading, um, yeah. was that uh, it would be weird of... Mm-hmm. The writer of Ezekiel and of God Himself to use a pagan when he had the example of the actual Daniel to use. See,
1: and 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 again, my non-commentary, non-great degree, non-nothing uh, thought that you know he used people of old, being like um, Noah and Job. Oh yeah, we know Noah and Job. Yeah it wouldn't necessarily be stupid to use a contemporary of someone that is in that present day. Oh, well, those are old people anyway. What about nowadays? Yeah. And, and to say that, you know, Daniel, Oh, we, we know Daniel, he got exiled with us. Well, guess what? Daniel's not going to save you, (laughs) you know? So I I don't know, but I I don't think it would be too far stretched to say that that could be the Daniel, um, that is also an exile with him. But, but I don't, I don't know.
0: I, I thought it was interesting that um, this was never mentioned. So, this is all, man, you are cold. Yeah, I am um, cold. So, this is not a, this is completely me and this could be completely stupid because I did not read enough. I just, like I said, I read two guys about it, two, two scholars. Right. Um, and nobody mentioned that, like, this was a verbal oracle that would have been written down. Mm. Who's to say Ezekiel or whoever was writing it down? didn't know how to spell Daniel (laughs) or hear the name correctly. That was just something that never came up as a possibility. Um, (coughs) Or that the, the name might've been spelled different depending on locale. Right. Um, I mean, so my daughter's name is Abigail and we spell a, Oh my gosh. A B A G. Yeah. A B A G A I L. Mm -hmm. But you can also spell A B A G A L E. Hmm. Um, why would you spell it one way over the other? well, in our case, she's her name is somewhat after her grandma Gail, who spells it GAIL uh, um so y- you know like I just don't know why that was why that wasn't put in here right as a possible reason um I don't know I don't know I looked at the Hebrew between the two and they're close-ish
1: okay yeah, I was um, gonna say it wasn't that far
0: yeah they're not like a crazy of course not I I, I closed and reopened everything's closed now. <laughs> this podcast is doomed now it's so what you
1: get for using apple products
0: man they only let me down once every couple of days okay oh. actually I, I think i told you when i graduate when my master's is done i'm selling my macbook air and this ipad and i'm getting one of those big ipads like the pros oh yeah so I'm i need an ipad air in case you're wondering um i want a pro i want a big giant screen
1: and, and i don't know how to use an apple Um, mostly because I'm poor and (laughs) can,
0: I get, I get mine. Well, okay. So this must've fallen off the back of a truck. I'm pretty sure.
1: He's Um, actually being serious people, by the way.
0: I I bought it off at eBay and I thought I was getting a used product and it came brand new in the wrap, in the box. And I registered it with Apple with the serial number. So it's not a fake. And I also got a free year of Apple TV. (laughs) Oh wow! So, which I never watched. (laughs)
1: i heard there was no reason to exactly and then um
0: but it was like a 100 bucks cheaper than it should have been at the time and the product was only out for like a month when i got it yay ebay all right so i'm still not sure how this happened part of me wonders if it was a store and they had a used one and the guy was boxing it up and dropped it on the way and like oh we can't send him that one Ah. Um, that's That's what I do to help myself. That's just other theory. (laughs) (laughs) But then my MacBook Air, same way. I bought it used off eBay. Okay. So I found out... uh, Sorry, guys. Side quest. Um, A lot of those places on eBay are what happens when you get warranty work done to your product. Oh. So if you send back your phone to get warranty work and they send you out a new one, Mm -hmm. they send that one to these companies that refurbish them and sell them on eBay. Oh. I I was always wondering where these came from. I was like, this seems kind of fishy. Come to, it's like square trade warranties and stuff. They take it and then they basically sell it off to these other companies. We'll turn them into.
1: Because uh, my phone broke and I got one off eBay. The exact same one, it came back to me and it kept a charge for like not long at all. So <laughs> I sent it back and I was like, I'm just going to buy something new.
0: Yeah. So a lot of these come from those weird okay. warranty companies that auction off lots of them to people that will, oh, these all need a new hard drive. Okay. They'll do and sell it for 500 bucks. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's how, that.
0: that's how I get my Apple, man. All right, used. I or great T-Mobile deals, one or the other. Yeah, I usually
1: do. <laughs> um, sorry, yeah, I no no guess. Ezekiel, he probably ate an Apple. once. Yes, at one time. Yeah, and but never had an Android. That's true. Hmm? Oh, so yeah, that's true. So he actually is, Apple so boy. Apple is more. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I, I'm enjoying the. Uh, Epic versus Apple versus Microsoft battle in the news right now. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's entertaining me more than COVID. But anyway, so the, well, beside the point. You know, um, you Google's <laughs> like, we're just not gonna say anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you beat each other up, and yeah, we'll be there when the dust um, settles. So yeah, I don't even remember where we're at. That's well, um, that's
0: I mean, that's pretty much that we talked about the oh, yeah. uh, the the people Danielle or Danelle, yeah, and um how essentially these were the covenant punishments mm-hmm. that were promised in Leviticus 26? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and basically Israel, Judah, Jerusalem, it's such a point where these guys like Noah was able to like bring his family into the ark because yeah. of his righteousness and also to further God's plan. Yeah. Um, if this were the case now, though, they'd be left standing, but nothing
1: else would survive. Right. So... Um, which man, it must be pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. And and I mean I guess even if you're thinking like, you know, current present day, you'd be like, Oh, well, I know that pastor. Well, that's great. No. But um that, that he's not know. getting you into heaven. Yeah. So
0: um well, I believe like in a in a covenant minded, so maybe in certain traditions, like a Presbyterian. Yeah, yeah. Um, it might be thought that the covenant, covenantal relationship in your family would be enough to save your family. Mm. Um that's I'm probably misrepresenting that horribly, but why else are they baptizing the children right? Um, to enter into that covenant blessing? So I would assume that there's some protection there. Mm-hmm. Um, and God is basically saying, nah, well, not I mean, here. He's, he's,
1: <laughs> well, he's going to take that further because, I mean, a lot of the Jews say, well, I'm a Jew. That's great to yeah, no, all, yeah. but just because you say... And, and I guess we could even... I mean, I guess that's a better example, like... You know, you can say, oh, well, I'm a Jew, so I'm saved. And God later on, um, as we go further through Ezekiel says, well, guess what? It's it's not your Jewishness that gets you anywhere. Um, but we as Christians can do the same. Be like, oh, I'm a Christian and I go to church. Well, that's great and all, but that ain't, that ain't getting you into heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, you know, so we can't just fall back on religion to say that I am a Christian by religion and, and feel that that's going to bring you in that relationship with God. Um, there is some individual effort in a way that probably needs to be put towards that.
0: And I think there's a there's a heavy stress here on actually both responsibilities, if you really think about it. There's a heavy stress on that, um, once again, that corporate responsibility mm-hmm. and on personal to say that, you know, once again, if we were to look at these people that are thinking they're saved by The righteousness of X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Um, We do need to understand that, like, our righteousness bleeds over into our children, into our families, into our friends. Not that we're responsible for their salvation, but that we are, you know, part of that. Man, my brain is so broken today. No, mine is Uh, too. We're part of that responsibility for bringing up our children and families in Christ. Um, That is important. But it's also like, yes, you have. You also have this personal responsibility that, right. you know, you, you need to watch out for your righteousness. You need to watch your life and your doctrine cl- closely, said some guy named Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's in the new, is it called the New Testament?
1: We don't new, talk about new, that here.
0: New Testament. Yeah. Unless
1: no. Jesus had talked to, wait, yes. Unless Jesus had talked about, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna try and jump. I, yeah, I but once again, broken brains all yes. over the place. Oh, no, really? All right. So, twenty-two and twenty-three. Um, there will Your favorite endings. Be some survivor, be There will be some survivors but that does not mean that they did anything to justify their surviving. Mm -hmm. Um, it is one of those that they are actually going to be more of an example of why God was justified in his actions. Um, they're going to see the, this, this group of people that were left over these survivors and they're going to look at their actions and be like, "Eh," you know, God was kind of justified in in what he did. (laughs) Um, and interesting enough that he used the word, con, con, man, I, I cannot say that. Con, consoled? Consoled. consoled um, by them seeing that God's justified in his actions. Like I thought that was interesting. I was like,
0: oh, wow. Uh, I guess you kind of deserve that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, oh, we did deserve that. Okay. Yeah,
0: I think it's kind of like when you, this is a horrible way to put yeah. it. It's kind of like when you see somebody road rage, and then they drive off the road and hit the guardrail. Yeah, you're kind of like, yeah, they did kind of deserve that. They were yeah. acting like a fool on mm-hmm. the road, you know. Right. Said somebody who road rages probably more than he should. No. Mm. But I, I haven't tried to kill anyone yet. That's true. That's so good. I got that's that good. going for. It. You ever think about your, uh, your life and realize maybe I'm a little bit more of a David than I should be? Anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> and it was like, oh, the great hero David. I'm like, no, I'm talking about the fool. Yeah. Same guy,
1: but yeah. the fool. Uh, no, no, I've got that. Uh, I feel like there's I... There's a lot of blood on my hands. <laughs> Pete, Peter and I would have been BFFs. Um, we yeah. would have been... Dude, we got to do our Boneheads of the Bible YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> Great Boneheads of the Bible. Because I, I definitely would have been, yeah. We Peter gotta, and I, I feel like him and I, I, I relate with him very well. Well, it's almost summertime. I'm moving, you're moving. Mm-hmm. We have to make videos oh, while we're busy. Ooh, right? that's true. <laughs> well, well, especially being summer, yeah, we gotta, we gotta do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Promise you guys, someday we'll make a video. Right. <laughs> so, I don't think we really have time for fifteen. Uh, no, probably not. No, Man. maybe maybe we can do like a fifteen short, and then jump into like a sixteen.
0: Like like maybe do yeah. the first few,
1: or maybe we can figure out how to tie that in. But I don't think fifteen is gonna take too long. But um... how long do you think it'll take? Mm. Uh, i don't know
0: we'll come back and do yeah it. we'll come back yeah because we right. thought too far about it yeah we did <laughs> all right so with that um honestly the way this uh ezekiel has been playing out we've had a couple of shorter podcasts mm-hmm. um but i feel like they've been pretty full
1: Sixteen so, is gonna take. That
0: is well, not, that's like
1: fifty-eight verses, yeah. isn't it, or
0: something crazy?
1: I, I and it, my my only struggle with com- putting chapter fifteen and sixteen together is sixty-three verses. Oh wow, it's. I feel like fifteen can be, yeah. So well, I guess we'll talk more about it later. But sixteen, I think, is gonna take us a while. Yeah, um, it'll be
0: it'll be old school.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Yay. going back to Deuteronomy yeah. style. Uh, This is how we were. We were
0: flying through Ezekiel, and then 16 came along. Yep. All right. And everything, if you guys would shut up for the first 10 minutes, you could get more in. And we're like, no. You know, be quiet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't ask you. Oh, but. You
0: you get this for free. (laughs) But we'll
1: ask you, do you want us to shorten that? Yeah. And then we'll say, there is a fast forward button.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, your daughter's in here. I think she needs you. So we will talk to you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye Bye.